0: Hello, dear friends. Today in the ALLATRA TV studio we welcome the esteemed Igor Mikhailovich Danilov. Hello. And Zhanna.
1: Hello. Friends, today we'd like to talk on the topic of… May I?
2: The thing is that after one of our programs, which we filmed together with Zhanna and Tatiana, there were a lot of requests asking me when we are going to make a program together and Jana is present, to ask her to blink. Well, we have enthusiasts. Jana, at the request of our friends, blink please. No, not like that. Blink. Thank you. I hope you're satisfied, you did ask. Sorry, let's continue.
0: Today we'd like to talk on the topic of the value of life. This is a particularly relevant topic in view of what is happening right now to climate, in view of what has been happening to climate recently. We observe that all over the world, simultaneously in different corners, Climatic events are happening. We are not talking about the fact that there is heat, abnormal heat in some places. In some places, I'm in Europe right now, and Paris, Germany, Spain. In some places, it's the opposite.
2: Well, yes, in some places, they are declaring a state of emergency. Even New York, one of the largest cities, has declared it.
0: Absolutely right, 650 locations and settlements on this planet, at least as of today, are declaring a state of emergency due to climatic conditions.
2: Due to climatic.
0: Moreover, what we see is the City Hall of Paris, in regards to this, is saying that they are establishing a climate academy in order to inform people about the events that are happening, about the climatic situation, for confirmation…
2: And here it is interesting, they are establishing an academy, Think about it, an entire academy, in order to inform people. Well, today information is not being conveyed to people, and everyone knows about that. And especially on Alatra TV, we particularly know this, because our participants are all over the world, and there is a program about climate, climate control, and so on. And a lot of information, which is silenced in the press, comes from eyewitnesses who live there. We perfectly understand, and I think in the previous program we exactly raised the fact that mass media hushed things up so as not to spread panic. Well, a consumer-based order it is. And many people are now asking the question, what to do? Guys, and what to do? There is a very simple way out. Let's all together, let's all together, at least on the platform of Alatra TV, actually make a civilian television a television common to all humankind, where in that very program on climate we will be able to talk about this to each other openly and honestly. After all, if a person has been informed, he has already been forearmed. Isn't that so?
1: You
0: said that correctly right now.
1: Yes, I'd like to point out that it seems like earthlings simply don't understand what can happen in the near future. Of course,
2: they don't understand. These
1: disasters, their scale, are not taken into account. Not
2: taken into account.
1: For example, what happened in California, in two days literally three powerful earthquakes. But the most important thing is, it's very unfortunate that 350 million people simply might suffer. It's just people who can become spiritually free, people who can become angels they might suffer from cataclysms only because there is no unity, life is not valued, and what is happening is not taken seriously. Meaning then what? What a sad outcome there might be, that instead of 350 million angels, there might be 350 million sub-personalities.
2: You see, Jana, well, earthlings, as you say, are too immersed, in selfishness, This three-dimensional life is much more important for them than their future spiritual life. After all, we raised this issue in previous program. Over the course of 6,000 years, people have simply been zombified. That's why people are too, too fixated on earthly life and don't see or know another one. Yes, everyone feels, yes, everyone understands, but the momentary life for them is much more important than what will be later on. I understand that it is different on Nibiru, but here on Earth, unfortunately, it is so.
1: People think that they will get saved.
2: They think that someone will come, will save them, will do something, that God will have mercy on them. These are those who believe, and those who don't believe even think, again, when they listen to what the paid rhapsodes are saying, telling them stories like, it has happened already, more than once, that everything will be fine, that the weather will play around a bit, and climate will go back to normal. They don't understand that catastrophe which is actually coming, and they don't understand for what purpose we have actually raised this issue, let's say. God knows when and for so many years. We are trying to explain it all to people. For what and for whom have we created Alatra? For what and for whom are we wasting our time, our funds? they start saying about us, well, Alatra. i I'm sorry, I'll be blunt, Alatra is a sect, and so on. This isn't good, this is bad. They scare people, they will take away your homes, a totalitarian sect, and so on. We have already talked about the fact that Alatra isn't a sect, and we don't need anything from anyone. I'll repeat, we are outside of religion, outside of politics, and we don't give a damn about any of it, I'm sorry. I'll be blunt, about this earthly vanity. Why? Why? Because a little more time will pass when humanity will not be able to do anything, but it will get what it deserves. And then, I'm sorry, no politics, no religion will save you. I'm not scaring you, absolutely not. It is simple sensible estimation. Whoever doubts this, Look up statistics for ten years and look at what is really happening to climate, at what is going on, and now extrapolate this progression onto tomorrow. And you see that it won't be in 150 years or in 100 years. But the vast majority of people living now will face it. And it is true. That's why we've been ringing the bells for so many years, and we have been trying to reach you a simple question. Have we been mistaken about anything we have talked about, God knows when? If we have been mistaken about anything, and we were wrong about that very California and many other things, it means we aren't right, it means we are exaggerating. We aren't trying to scare you in any way. We are just saying that something, can still be done. I understand that some people looking at us will listen to their consciousness, which will tell them exactly the opposite of what we are trying to convey to you, that we have a vested interest. Explain to yourself, what vested interest can we have in you? Simply, we don't need an electorate, we don't need your money, We spend our money to deliver this information to you. What else might we need from you? Just answer this question and then think about whether we are a sect or not, whether we want to entrap you, to draw you into some kind of movement or something else. The people in the movement are the ones who feel Life, who want to live. These are good people who really strive to create a future for their children, a future for humankind. They do everything in their power to the extent of their abilities and capacities. And this is true. What do we need from you? Just one thing, that you become human and live, if you want to live. And that's all, to give you a chance, a chance to live. And you shouldn't rely on anyone, believe me neither on any French academies that will tell you something, nor on any scientists that they will stop storms with nuclear bombs, as we spoke about in the previous program. This is nonsense. No modern weapon, even the most advanced one, is capable of stopping a climatic catastrophe that is bearing down on humanity. What will be then? There will be a disaster if humanity irreversibly crosses This line, I'll put it simply, mothers will be killing their children, and children will be killing their mothers. Do you think this won't happen? It's one thing when you are sitting on a sofa or in the kitchen, doesn't matter where, a table is set, you have plenty to eat, you have water, you are warm and cozy, you are safe, and you don't care that it's minus eight degrees in Brazil,
0: minus nine
2: even minus nine already. You don't care a weed about that. You don't care that icebergs are melting, so it will flood a little. Well, I don't live on the ocean coast anyway, right? Especially if you don't live there, my friend. Well, you will care, believe me, when it happens. And you won't be able to change anything. When the masses, billions of people move from one side to the other in search of food and water, then no money will help you, nothing. All electronic savings will disappear in a moment, just like that. One flare on the Sun, and that's it. And all the electronic money will just disappear, it will cease to exist. You won't be able to buy anything with paper money anywhere, and, sorry, you won't satisfy your hunger with gold, and you won't quench your thirst with diamonds. What's then, my friends? to survive like everyone else? And where will everyone go? What can one hope for that Anunnaki from Nubiru will help you? They will be the first to disappear from here as soon as they understand that the situation is irreversible. Then what? Just answer this question for yourself honestly. Consciousness tells you that will be… Someday. Someday. But look at at least even if you are a total non-believer, an atheist, etc. Just look at the predictions regarding this time. After all, people were talking about what is happening now, God knows when, and they talked about how it would happen. Yes, there are some shifts in time. It's hard for people to orient themselves in time, but they are talking about approximately the same time, is the time we live in. These are people who lived, pardon me, hundreds of years ago, and sometimes thousands. And we are facing this now, and we are living in this now, and it's up to us here to either stop it or suffer the consequences. Let's put it that way. Some politicians have even started talking now that we are on a verge of climatic challenges. Guys, these are not challenges, it's a sentence. It's just that currently, thanks to certain efforts, it is at some kind of cassation, so to speak. However, the sentence has already been passed. True, the verdict hasn't been fully confirmed yet. But what we observe and see in the human community, again, deception, lies, dirt, and the like, banal disrespect, dictatorship of your consciousness in your heads only. It isn't yours, guys. Again, sectarianism, we talk about consciousness all the time. We try to instill something in people to explain, guys, we don't try to instill anything in anyone. Believe me, if we wanted to, we would have done this. But we are not interested in either a sect or religion, we're not interested in anything. The only thing we are interested in, I'll repeat, is a chance, a chance for you, for your descendants, a chance for humanity. But we can implement this chance to survive and to do something only by joining, Our hands all together. And for a start, at least for all those who doubt that consciousness isn't yours, I'll repeat once again I don't know for how many thousandth time, just look into your mind where your thought emerges from and try to control your thoughts, and you'll understand that they are not yours. Only do it diligently and seriously. Try to think about something to hold on to your thought for at least five minutes. Try to control emotions that don't depend on you, but are imposed on you. This is what we are talking about. We speak and tell about how to defend oneself and how to make it in such a way that humanity has a chance, so that your children and grandchildren continue living on this planet, and so that they can survive. Everything is simple. And we are also telling you how to survive. But this is your choice. You can listen if you want, or you can turn it off right now if you want. Why would you listen to a sectarian, a sectarian masseur, right? Just that. After all, it's not a fact that I'm telling the truth. And in reality, everything is fine outside, the climate isn't changing, and you have complete control over your consciousness. Well, this is really so, right? Why listen to me? Everything is fine. And your future is wonderful. You don't have to listen, because you are being intimidated all the time from everywhere, you are being exploited. Guys, you have been exploited for 6,000 years. Until that time, you were not exploited. Until that time, people were living. But for the last 6,000 years, despite the attempts, I won't recite all of them, but they've tried to help you many times. And how did this end? We discussed this in the previous program. You have created religions and for many thousands of years continued to kill each other, continued to fight for what wasn't yours. Isn't that so? Some were fighting to defend what was theirs. This is at least understandable, but when people were coming and taking away what didn't belong to them, how can this be understood? You were killing morality, humanness, you've gone too far and created weapons that can destroy everyone. You have entrusted these weapons to people Who are immoral, greedy, selfish, and have too much pride. Isn't that right? A simple question. Or is this also not true?
1: It's true. You see, you have touched upon such an issue which is very relevant today, and indeed, AllatRa organization is just as open as people's understanding is closed by the system, the understanding of the fact of course. that there is actually a value of Life, and that actually in what a trap from consciousness, from the system,
2: humanity, is.
1: humanity itself is. That is, only a few people stop and think that an opinion, my opinion, personal opinion, private opinion, is formulated or formed, hardly by a person himself,
2: Of course not. and
1: not even by his life circumstances. Guys,
2: if you think that someone is exploiting you or you are exploiting someone, then you are wrong. In actual fact, consciousness exploits both the ones who exploit and the ones who are exploited. Consciousness is, well, you can call it whatever you want, the universal mind, single information field, or something else. Yes, it helps partly, and nothing is impossible without it in this three-dimensionality, but it doesn't belong to you. And what's bad is that people don't know this, that today's politics… I don't take politics as a political structure. By politics, I've meant something that is among people. So, it is formed in such a way that everything Moral, everything human is denied. They start introducing everything paradoxical, which breaks consciousness for supposedly struggle for some freedom, something else. People are busy with everything in the world, but they are not really busy, which is of paramount importance today. They even try to improve ecology somehow, to fight against ecology being destroyed. They try, I emphasize, nobody does it seriously, in fact.
0: Yes, today the only thing that the consumer society could have done, could have created, is the society which lives by these principles, buy and throw away, buy and throw away again. Wealth. Yes, the only thing…
2: Wealth that gives power to a few people. And people think that by becoming
1: Richer, he will be cooler. That if he buys something unnecessary to show off,
2: in order to throw it all away afterwards, to make someone jealous.
1: Yes, to throw it all away, to just make someone to show off.
2: Absolutely right. We talked about it in the last program. We talked, we actually discussed consumer society issues with Tatiana. I don't want to go back to that. Those people who are watching us, they understand us already. But those who haven't even seen this program, do stop lying to yourself and look at what you want, what your consciousness dictates to you and look at your neighbours, at people around you, and you will understand everything, how inhuman we are indeed. And why? After all, were the prophets right that humanity is coming to a verge. But the prophets also said that humanity might have a chance, but for this humanity must unite. Well, in the last program we also raised the issue that people are ready to unite, but they are ready to unite on their own terms, Mm -hmm. to their own advantage, whereas instead, there must be a unity with benefit for everyone, regardless of one's own personal interests. So answer the question, what is the greatest interest in your life? To make your neighbors envy you, or let the whole world know about you? So what's next? Tomorrow you will become a subpersonality and get nothing out of it. That is, simply put, you will die. What will you get out of it, my dear friend? Think what exactly is really important to you. What can be more important than life? Just a simple question. And you won't believe it. This is extremely difficult to convey to people that there is nothing more valuable than life. It's a trivial, simple thing, which is not perceived due to the fact that your consciousness, guys, is against it, and you obey it. Being in slavery of consciousness or in the system slavery, humankind exactly does this nonsense that is going on today. And the biggest nonsense is that the humankind is missing the opportunities for its own salvation. This goes totally against not only good sense, but also against the banal instinct of life preservation. After all, even animals save their lives. While humankind is stubbornly digging its own grave, it appears that we have some kind of a suicidal community of earthlings.
0: Igor Mikhailovich, but still, this value of life, people remember it. The latest events have particularly shown this as well. For instance, the 7.1-magnitude earthquake in California. When I witness responses, I mean when people are saying that it is at that moment that they understand the frailty and transience, the dust of this entire material world, And the only thing they remember at that moment, while being on the verge face to face with death, encountering it, it's the value of their life. Everything else becomes unnecessary, everything becomes... Moves to the background because exactly
2: right, it is pointless. If life is lost,
0: yes, this very moment,
2: everything's lost.
0: Well, after all, this
2: is really so,
0: right? But what is interesting is that while looking through that very Twitter feed or that very Facebook feed, you understand what kind of messages people write. People are in despair, so to say and in confusion, because here and now they are facing a situation when those pillars of the material world which they have been building have simply collapsed, and they don't know where to go next.
2: Guys, this is exactly what we are trying to tell you about. For instance, many people say, what should we unite for, for resolving simple issues? Tatiana has just said that people who indeed already encounter this are at a loss and just don't understand what's next. However, they understand one thing, that there is nothing more valuable than Life. People abandon everything and jump out of their houses because they are collapsing. A person is lucky if he has jumped out, but what if he hasn't? Then everything is totally pointless, yet Life doesn't end there. I mean, habitual life, ceases. But exactly that which is not talked about continues. And unfortunately, it continues not in the best conditions on that side. Subpersonality, or hell as they say in religion, is much worse than here. We are not scaring anyone, we are informing. And then again, in this case, how does consciousness work? So, a person jumped out, he got frightened. He realizes that Life is much more valuable, literally, after a while, when everything calmed down. And Life resumed almost like before. And consciousness begins to dictate again the same thing that it dictated before. Well, this was a one-time thing, it won't happen again. And now there is a question for experts who study earthquakes and the like. When something emerges, like what happened in California, for example, this is a precursor of what? There are observations when there are fewer earthquakes, then they increase, then there is calm, and then there happens what all these experts have been talking about, a mega-earthquake, but they are afraid of it and keep silent, and they postpone it to a distant future. Mm -hmm. Let them look at the earthquake's map, how this has increased, because a few years ago, Well, a five-magnitude earthquake was an emergency. It was extremely rare that a more powerful one occurred. And how much has this upper limit increased now? It is constant, it has become commonplace. They don't pay attention to this anymore.
0: It's just so interesting. It turns out that it's been so many years already, and so many programs. One program after another, you correctly say that we are ringing some kind of a bell. And only now these resonances are already
1: coming from this bell. Just recently… Because the prophecies are coming true, because people are really getting involved in these events, people themselves are living through these events, and they get frightened, really frightened, because fear of death.
2: Is the greatest fear.
1: It is the greatest fear, yes, which simply locks a person up. And people, well, when getting into these situations, there are already so many messages we come across that I want to act, I want to help. But how? What should I do? Where should I run to?
2: Today, in order to help, people should just unite. We should indeed join hands and stop dividing people. Consciousness divides. It's consciousness that dictates to hate people of, let's say, a different color, when their skin differs, to hate some nationality, to hate someone else. For instance, some people hate reptilians. What wrong have they done to you? All are human beings. By the way, before I forget, pardon me, I'll digress, but a long, With the request to blink, I was also asked, are there many of you here on planet Earth? Answer, please.
1: Yes, more than you would wish, but much fewer than you would hope for. That is, basically, people hope
0: that an extraterrestrial mind, extraterrestrial civilizations will save them, again, this search of a permanent savior.
2: Forgive us, we've just said this, in order to digress a bit from the sad topic. Because indeed, the more you begin to think about how to help, and let's say, the more you strike the bell or ring the bell, they hear. But you realize how many deaf people are there.
0: Well, there are resonances, too. As of today, already at the level of, let's say, those supranational companies, these questions are being raised regarding the fact that…
2: This is out of despair.
0: Yes, there really are happening.
2: Pardon me, it's not a resonance to our ringing, but it's exactly because they are saying that this is so, because it all can no longer be erased. There's too much of this. And it already becomes clear to everyone that global warming, like they start saying, well, it will lead to flooding, climate will change, it will rain where there was no rain, there will be drought where there was no drought. Everyone understands that these are fairy tales. The world is collapsing, and these are no longer fairy tales, when everything is happening all at the same time. And it's happening not only to nature, it's happening to people as well. And many now feel that something is changing, it's really changing, and it's changing not for the better. When consciousness is aggressive, when it's difficult for a person to restrain it, emotions are overwhelming him, health is disappearing. Children notice this too. One might think that they are young, and on the contrary, they should be healthy. But health is disappearing. When there are many unexplainable things, physicians get worried a great deal. And this is really so. And now let's imagine, I'll just explain, migration of people is already taking place. And let's imagine that it will increase. To what extent it will cause tensions along with everything else. And given the present-day mindsets of hatred and division from consciousness, which many people support, actively fighting with this and defending that we are better while those are worse, something else, they argue about some banal rubbish. In my understanding, there is God, and that's it. And no matter what people call Him, it's like the Holy Spirit, it is just there. Everyone calls Him in their own way. As we've mentioned in the previous program, in ancient time it was called Alatra, the power of God, simply and clearly. So why argue? Well, you like to call Him Allah? Call Him so. You like to call Him Jesus? Call Him so. You like to call Him God? Just do. While someone likes to call Him in a different way. But all these are synonyms. Until we stop fighting over synonyms, until we stop dividing one another, and until we sit down and start, pardon me, looking for what unites us. And the only thing that unites us is an aspiration for Life. And it unites us all, I emphasize, not just the Earthlings, but all the rest as well, let's say. And we have many planets on which there is Life. There are lots of them, billions of them in the universe. Only people are, let's say, so egoistic and can think, again listening to the same egoist, that there is Life only on planet Earth. It emerged here accidentally and there is no Life anywhere else, no, guys. There are billions of planets with Life. In this case, I mean not just spiritualized Life, but also the soul-filled one. Conditions for existence of a human being are soul, consciousness and Personality, and consciousness is between them. And the point is exactly in becoming alive. When consciousness goes away, just a single whole will remain. Personality and Soul, this is what is called an Angel. This is what can break away from these 72 dimensions completely. That's exactly the point of existence, of everything alive. Some people raise the question, since we've already touched upon our aliens, Many people say, if there were life anywhere, there would be some contacts. Mm -hmm. Guys, the earthlings have been also contacted so many times. Look, history is again twisting everything. Scientists say that it's beneficial to them. No one explains the presence of artefacts, no one explains descriptions that were made in ancient times by people who, excuse me, lived thousand years ago, while they described even modern, much more up-to-date aircraft in which anti-gravity engines were used, as we can now understand by these descriptions. But it should also be understood. Limitation of speed of a material object movement in nature, for instance, a signal that comes from fairly close planets, a simple radio signal, can take thousands of years. Why? Because both, the speed of light and the radio signal travel practically at the same speed. And imagine how much energy is needed to send a signal, well, at least a distance of 15,000 light years. What kind of an installation there must be, and how much energy it must consume? A simple question. And what's the point of this? It's questionable whether it will get to a civilization which exists, well, two or three hundred years. This is an average duration of existence of highly developed civilization. Of course, there are civilizations, there have to be more advanced civilizations, but this is… this doesn't bring anything good either. The point is not about them. The point is that look at the humanity, how long, Has humanity had the radio in order to receive this signal? And what if it had come a year before the radio was invented, and we as humans were unable to hear that signal? Then it would have gone for nothing. And radio signals which we have sent will travel for an extremely long time. And again, there is attenuation of those signals due to natural causes, because in order to cover such a distance, an extremely powerful energy source is needed.
0: You've noted correctly, Igor Mikhailovich, how selfish consciousness actually is, and how much it actually thinks that God owes us something, that we are the only ones on this planet. And again, these consumer-based patterns…
2: Consumer-based format. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Absolutely. Trading…
2: Irresponsibility. A human's irresponsibility to himself, to, let's say, society, and to God. While, on the other hand, people happily serve whom? The one who is called the devil. They serve him with a great pleasure, hoping that they will get something. Only when being baptized they speed, and as the priest tells them, that's it, now renounce the devil, I renounce the devil.
0: We've approached a topic which is a little bit religious. There is one very important commandment out of ten. In Christianity in particular, it's the commandment, you shall not kill. But what does the commandment, you shall not kill, really mean? Whom or what must a person not kill?
2: A person mustn't kill anyone, in fact. It's terrible to kill a person meaning to deprive him of a perspective of Life. Not only Life here, but Life in general, where his lies and deceit, which lead people away from the true spiritual path, are that very murder, let's say, of an Angel.
1: The spiritual one.
2: This is already murder. This is like… Hold on, pardon me, I'll digress a little. Now, in some countries, let's say, bans are introduced on abortion, Mm -hmm. as if it's a murder of human life and so forth. And women are forbidden to have it. And so, here a dispute arises. Is abortion permissible or not? It's a simple question, for this is also a murder.
0: But when possessing the knowledge, you understand what exactly dies.
2: Pardon me, this is like a wart which has grown accidentally. On the eighth day after birth, a human becomes not just spiritualized, but soul-filled. And so, on the ninth or that same eighth day, is already a murder of an Angel, well, of the one who, let's say, has a potential to become one. Not of an Angel, of course, but in perspective, just like it is now interpreted again from consciousness. To do an abortion means to kill a human being. It's not a human being yet, and far from being one. It's only cell division, it's process. But in perspective, yes, he can become a human. Nobody is saying otherwise. Yet, murder of a potential angel can only happen after ninth day of life, well, or on the eighth day, when this has already happened.
0: You know, I also recall such words from the Bible that everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. Once in one of the programs you've described who a real human is, that to nurture a human in oneself means, first of all, to nurture this angel in oneself, that is…
2: Well, certainly.
0: And such an understanding comes regarding which way exactly hatred towards one's neighbour murders a person. Why it is murderous? And it's murderous within oneself too, because you are the source.
2: Well, it's just… Who hates? Who generates hatred in a person? Consciousness. Therefore, it controls that person completely. Therefore, he is in slavery or under the control, well, let's say, of the system, of the devil, no matter what we call it. But this person isn't free. This person isn't free if he allows, let's say, consciousness to manipulate and to control him, to provoke emotions in him, to impose hatred or something else. Is this person really free? Is he actually alive? Does this slave of the system have a perspective for survival? He has no perspective if he doesn't work on himself. But if a person works on himself, if he controls these processes, he understands, yes, there exists, no matter what we call this, satan, demons, an information program. Guys, it doesn't matter what this is called, but it does exist, and it really influences your choice every second. It forces you to get emotional, it forces you to waste time on God knows what instead of your spiritual work to sit and watch some meaningless TV series, to engage in discussing someone. That is, in the literal sense of the word, if we translate this into perspective. And just look what a person is doing. He is sitting and digging his grave, sometimes with a children's shovel, but sometimes he is digging it with a huge shovel. Yes,
0: he is wasting time. But
2: his whole life he is digging a grave for himself. He is just wasting time. And here's a simple question. Will a person's hatred towards anyone, let him become alive, become an angel.
0: He's killing himself in the first place. Of course. And he's sending spam to a neighbor.
2: After all, by hating someone and getting emotional to the beast dictation, you yourself become a beast.
0: The meaning of these words unfolds so differently.
2: Of course.
0: When there is knowledge, right?
2: Well, there is knowledge. But there is no practice. And so, even knowing this, Many people continue listening to their consciousness, which makes them lazy, which tells them that you'll do it later, or it tells them, but you already know everything. And it immediately tells you, look at what a scumbag that one is, or something else, right? Or you are failing at everything, and it begins to judge and discuss a person, who consciousness oppresses. But when a person continues buying negative thoughts, as we discussed in the last program, and implementing doubts, meaning he continues digging his grave with sorrow and grief.
1: They have ceased to live by true feelings, but everything has been replaced with emotions. Of course. Because of what they don't need at all.
2: You're saying it absolutely right. People have ceased to live.
1: Yes, there is just some individualization going on, totally imposed, sort of isolation is going on, every person is on his own. Divided. Division, right. The system is dividing all this in consciousness.
2: Yes, but at the same time, in addition to the fact that he's on his own, consciousness also forces a person to act in such a way that makes other people jealous. Right. People want to stand out, stand out in the crowd, to exalt themselves. However, isn't this a beastly, peg-like feeling, alpha males, alpha females and the like? when a monkey is trying to become a leader in a pack of monkeys. Yet, people are not monkeys, people are free. And exactly when people are developing spiritually, they understand that they become equal among everyone. It's one big family where everyone is equal. And everything is wonderful, then there is peace, then there is love, then there is joy, then there is happiness, then there is Life. While what is happening among humanity now is continuous fight, it's…
1: For survival. Mm
2: Like animals, yet, why like? If a person is soulless, if the soul doesn't predominate, pardon me, over a person's life, then he's a beast indeed. Yet, is it worth spending an effort in order to exist like beasts? And there is another question. Excuse me, I'll get back to this. Is it really worth spending time and effort on beasts? Isn't that so?
0: Igor Mikhailovich, I would also like to talk about such a topic, about how consciousness deceives a person as regards this fear of death. After all, it draws you an image that you are exactly the one who will be saved in this three-dimensionality. Moreover, it doesn't matter how many people will be left in this world, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, but you for sure…
2: After the cataclysms, you mean? Yes. And doesn't consciousness tell you that even if you survive and are among these hundred or two hundred thousand people, When do you envy those who have already died while you stay here on the ruins of this world? A simple question. What kind of conditions?
0: There is a lot of talk now about this climate apartheid, I mean, about the inequality which exists here today, about the social inequality what it leads to, to what kind of conflicts, when there are people who live, let's say, in developing countries, who live in poverty, and when there are those who save their own lives. They save their property in the first place. Right, yes, absolutely right, Jana. precisely the property.
2: There are a lot of such examples. When cataclysms occur, well, and the agencies that are supposed to save people, they save the property of the rich.
0: Absolutely, yes.
2: Well, guys, after all, you are the one who do this. A simple question and a question for those who do this. One can understand this rich man who cares much more about his property than about people's lives. Well, he created his wealth on their lives anyway. He can be understood as a beast. But it's hard to understand the behavior of those people who run to save his property and don't help people at that.
0: Absolutely, yes.
2: After all, you are humans too, and tomorrow, pardon me, your children will be under the ruins, while someone will go to save someone else's wallet instead of saving them. How will you take this? Guys, this is where human foolishness and, pardon me, stupidity is. Maybe you need to change something to change first and foremost within yourselves. A human has no enemies other than his consciousness, those very demons that are in his head. And so, having defeated this demon, having overcome your egoism imposed on you, my brother, this is pridefulness, selfishness, all this is alien from the beast. That's that. I'd say it this way. This selfishness, pridefulness, greed, this, all this inhumanity, These are the doors on the way to happiness. These are the doors to your heaven, which are closed and welded shut. In order to become a human, these doors need to be removed completely. Whereas, if you leave them closed or ajar, you won't advance anywhere, because having opened the door, but leaving it, you'll never open the next one. This is impossible.
0: This is how a person gets caught in the traps of these closed doors.
2: Certainly. That's exactly what makes, once again, those people who are saving someone else's property without saving people hope that this rich penny pincher will reward them or there will be an order from the top management because one is rich, the other is rich. Well, how else is this? He should be helped and he directs to save someone's property instead of saving some people's lives. And this is the truth of our days.
0: Yes, we are now speaking even of… We can see that it's the cynical attitude towards human life that is imposed on us in those very mass media, that the value of life of different people may be different. For example, definitely, there are cases when, first of all, speaking about climatic disasters, what is said? They talk about destruction of property, loss of property, about some economic damage, and only then, somewhere, in the end, with a postscript, they talk about the most important things, how people actually are, what their life is, and what their destiny is, that people's lives…
2: And who hasn't noticed that? Isn't it so? Aren't you reading this? And haven't you noticed, my friends, that in the first place, it's the loss which government has sustained, and how much of everything has been destroyed, and, among other things, human lives.
0: Insignificant. That's exactly how the system presents
2: this. Well, what can be more valuable than human life? A simple question. But that's what is cultivated, that's how these patterns are imposed on people's consciousness. And it turns out that there are material values which are much more valuable and important than human lives. Take
1: a celebrity, for instance, okay? If it is an ordinary person, nobody will recall him. But if a person has attained some status, the whole world will trumpet about this one death.
2: If it's a person who's envied by millions, this will be chatted about by millions.
1: Beneficial to the system. It's
2: beneficial to the system. Yes. That's the kind of the world we have, guys.
0: Igor Mikhailovich, this is also interesting. Lately, there have been more and more articles on the internet that in one way or another the budgets of programs aimed at morality are being cut in different countries.
2: That's right. But at the same time, programs that destroy morality in a person, that destroy the common human component in him, are being sponsored and supported more and more, while human abnormality is promoted, and this is imposed. There are no funds for the good,
1: but for the bad.
2: But these funds are found for the bad which is imposed on people's consciousness. Guys, who benefits from this? Are these, pardon me, highly spiritual beings who are doing this? Mm -hmm. Or such puppets in the hands of the system?
1: You know, one may get an impression that it does look that way, because if you look at the way people's consciousness is simply being brainwashed how the masses' opinion is being influenced, how special software is introduced. Yes, special one in order to influence public opinion so that people wouldn't be able to make any decisions for themselves any reasonable human decisions that is some deliberately false
2: public opinion
1: public opinion is being formed which leads to a dead end well yes which is exactly the issues which are inhuman are being raised so that people consume more so that people allocate more time and attention because a consumer society simply doesn't value a person who loses the ability to consume he must work he must earn money he is
2: of no interest of
1: no interest he's
2: unprofitable
1: leaves the matrix he stops Funding.
2: You know what's good, and we've also noted this: that unfortunately, unfortunately for them, their systems stop working. All this manipulation with public opinion start failing. There is at least something good, and people begin to feel and understand more because the agony of the system itself is starting, and this weakens it. And here, of course, the help of truly spiritual people would be desirable. Just imagine, we have so many believers in various religions, we have so many religions, and if all of these really served God, pardon me, guys, I'm speaking the truth, instead of serving their interests and themselves. And if all believers treated God not as a genie who must and is obliged to fulfill their desires for them, but if these believers were really striving for home, imagine how oppressed the entire system, would be now, and how meek the devil would be, and how wonderful the world would be. And indeed, it would be possible to rebuild Eden Right. and to bring Paradise back to Earth.
1: Right.
0: And how can people bring Paradise back to Earth?
2: They should begin with themselves, but do it together. They should overcome their pride and hold out their hands to their neighbor. Everyone should join hands. Well, not in the literal sense of the word. Just because you go out in the street and all join hands but remain animals, the world will not change, although is already a step as well, a step towards understanding that something has to be done. For as long a person is sitting and doing nothing, Nothing will change.
1: Right. Your words from the previous program resonate a great deal regarding the fact that people who have already come into contact with the spiritual, who already have some knowledge and skills and spiritual practices, they still lament, how can we constantly live in feelings? And what about loving? And what about, well, so much you've…
2: This is exactly what life is. Life is love. Right. It's… It. how can it be otherwise? Life is happiness, Is that wonderful… It is that fire which is called Life.
1: Yes, sure.
2: Because it consists of… It is woven of Love, it is woven of happiness. And how can it be otherwise? Well, what do these people call Life? Pardon me, these oppressed states, depression…
1: Which ensue after surges, right?
2: And why do they ensue after surges?
1: Why not stay in this state?
2: Just because, again, at the beginning of their spiritual path, regardless of their religion, people come, they've listened to a sermon, for example, by a good preacher, a person who is really striving for God. They've got inspired, they feel it all. They leave inspired. A day, two or three days pass, and it's all gone. Why? Same with… Our friends who are engaged in spiritual development, right? A surge.
1: They don't maintain it. Right, there is just an understanding. They
2: spend it on wrong things. It's
0: gradually spent.
2: Attention gets distracted, the system gains power, and then it begins to bend the person even more and to blame him as if he's guilty. Yet, how does this happen?
1: Because… Only
2: with his permission. Yes, because right. he himself with his attention…
1: …holds on to material things.
2: …pays for the directives that consciousness gives him, because consciousness tells him, yes. you're not worth anything, it tells this to everyone. But why are you buying, paying for, and listening to this? You say, well, how come? I'm doing my best after all. That is, you enter into a dialogue, and the actors on the stage continue this dialogue while you're in the auditorium, in the position of a listener, who pays for all this bacchanalia of theirs towards you.
1: Self-justification instead of self-knowledge.
2: Yes. And who is the fool here? Consciousness or Personality? Personality, of course.
1: Whereas this search
0: is only a start, so that in the future…
2: Well, it's a start which mustn't be abandoned.
0: What should a person do in order not to lose this?
2: Not to buy stupid things, not to pay for the directives of consciousness, but to hold on precisely to this, to invest the power of attention where? In Love and in this feeling, to keep this fire just like… Well, let's imagine that there is a surge which people get, after performing the hajj or after listening to a good sermon by a good priest, they've got inspired, or they have attained this themselves, right? They have come into contact with this, they feel this God's Love within themselves, they feel Life within themselves. And now let's imagine this Life as a furnace and your attention as firewood. And this firewood can be thrown into the river, and it will get dumped, float away and clog up the river somewhere. Or you can stoke, this very furnace, and enjoy this warmth in winter, when it's cold around, when there is permafrost while you're warm and you feel good and nice.
0: Here I recall that at all times people have been taught exactly to keep this very fire. The
1: inner fire, the host of love.
2: Of course, the inner heart. And that's why a woman was called the Keeper of the Heart, because she certainly has a lot of… Yes. A lot of, so to say, responsibility.
1: But with the time, of course.
2: And tasks and everything else. She's precisely the keeper of the hearth. Well, we had a program about this, so we won't get back to that. We are talking about the same thing almost all the time. We're saying that, guys, live, guys, stop doing stupid things. We are knocking in order to make someone. Do you know what it reminds me of? It's like a. Child running about, fooling around, and the parents are like, you need to eat, they're running after him, please eat it, please eat.
1: A current parent.
2: So you live, so you don't get ill, so you live on and develop.
1: Yes, but on the other hand, if not us, then who? If the system, on the other hand, is so active, who if not us, people, ourselves?
2: Only people, solely people, Yes. no one will come and do it. As
1: if there are no enough examples, you know, everyone says that… Yes,
2: they will come, but they won't do it instead of you.
1: Yes, the rescue of a drowning man is the drowning man's own job. And one
2: shouldn't rely on aliens, on some help or anything else.
1: Yes, they might help, but not more.
2: But to do, but no more. And do you know what their help consists in? It's just like mine, to sit, chat, and give some advice. Or is it you who will have to work, my brother, yourself, if you want to live? If not, it's your decision. And by the way, it is highly respected and accepted by all. A human has the absolute right to live or to die. Well, isn't that fair?
0: It is. Igor Mikhailovich, in the previous program and now you've said that everyone needs to join hands all together, but it means in the spiritual sense. You've said that society as…
2: I wouldn't say in the spiritual, you see. Consciousness of many people won't understand. And exactly because of this, some fighters against sectarians accuse us.
0: It's imperceptible for consciousness.
2: Certainly. Well, spiritual positions, it's all good. Spiritual positions are for the alive ones. Whereas now, not just the alive, even the dead ones need to survive somehow. I would say, on human, highly moral qualities. This is an alternative. We have to unite exactly on this, on the basis of stopping to exploit each other shamelessly. Well, some will say, how is this possible not to exploit what if someone works for me? Well, you should pay them decently, and everything will be fair. Isn't that right? Meaning, people should really stop lying and stop serving at least… Well, okay, not everyone, can stop serving satan. I understand that. There are plenty of atheists, suicides and the like, well, I mean suicides in the spiritual sense.
0: Those who have lost their purpose.
2: Yes. But they do want to be worthy of something. They are also humans, and they can also contribute to the salvation of this world. Isn't that so? It is so. And what is needed for this, there should be a unification, at least on the idea of becoming more human, becoming better to stop killing each other, stop quarreling with one another and restore precisely those values against which they are now fighting little by little. Right? That is, morality and everything human which distinguishes a human from a beast. At least based on these foundations, this is already a victory.
0: In fact, this has been implanted into our consciousness, let's say, since early childhood, since school. This Maslow's hierarchy of needs, known to everyone, that where the foundation is the basic needs, material needs, material material values, which supposedly guarantee us this safety, right? And only afterwards you can proceed with higher tasks, higher goals, spiritual and moral ones, but isn't it…
2: And what is the point of these material values without high moral and spiritual values, then what makes you better than a monkey?
0: Can material values guarantee safety to a person?
2: And how do material values guarantee this safety? Well, guys, here's a simple example. Gather all your material values and try to put them up against at least that which in the near, very near future will happen on this planet. Try to resist. Yes, it is local, on the scale of the whole humankind, it is insignificant, but it's extremely significant for that country. We'll gather them, try, and we will see. There is a question. We mentioned in the last program that not far from here we already have a tornado wandering around Ukraine, in particular around Zhutomir. Tell me, how many dollars should this tornado be paid so that it doesn't come to your house? let it destroy the neighbor's house, but bypass your house, how much will it cost you?
0: You know, this absurdity of consciousness, which in the heads…
2: in the absurdity of the question, right?
0: No, the question isn't absurd, consciousness is absurd. How much it believes that material values can somehow save it, that some person can save. But I'll put it
2: this way, we're talking about, for many years already, People are not being told about this, but still they are building bunkers for themselves, Mm -hmm. where according to their estimation, what they are, the rulers of the world, right? According to their estimations, this judgment day won't get them. Mm -hmm. Well, how is it that it won't get them? It will. All these bunkers are useless. But they've been doing this for so many years already yet not telling people anything.
0: Well, because their personalities also feel that they need to do something to somehow save themselves. But consciousness doesn't understand what exactly to do, except to build some kind of
2: facilities for survival. And why tell people about this, if we cannot help them anyway? And it is senseless to set hopes up on these ones. Anyway, they won't take all of humanity to their little planet, right?
0: It's surprising. And also,
2: they are extremely selective.
0: It's surprising to hear that recently various heads of countries have been saying that they are controlling the climate situation, that it is under control, we have got defenders of the world who hand out awards to each other at the highest level.
2: What for? Because they are the defenders of the world? Against what? Against the Judgment Day?
0: But human consciousness… Or
2: do they provide a guarantee, yes? Meaning he is, let's say, the president of some country, and he guarantees that everything will be fine?
0: That the situation is under control, he is the guarantor of the safety?
2: Under control. But I don't understand what is meant by this control. I understand when it's under control. This is when he controls climate, right? Well, then it's clear. Yet, in my opinion, such statements are a trivial manipulation so that people would trust in their guarantor and think that he will protect them.
0: But under whose control is this whole situation indeed?
2: How? How can a person, the same as you are, protect you from anything? A simple question. By what means?
1: And tomorrow you will end up equal, without anything.
2: Well, I'll tell you this, that for these guarantors it will be worse, because people will be embittered. After all, you guaranteed it, but you haven't done it.
0: The system is looking for a guilty party.
2: They will be held accountable. Well, of course, it's always looking for a guilty party. Everyone is guilty, except the person himself who did nothing, who even while listening to us is sitting on the couch and thinking, go on, tell your stories. Consciousness tells him so. And the Alive Ones differ from the Dead in the fact that the Alive stop the raving of this, of this consciousness. They get up and act, while the Dead continue to listen and philosophize.
0: It's interesting to see how the system speaks directly through mass media, and it offers people two scenarios, after all, what is going on? Some climate event takes place, and what the press says is, guys, keep calm, it's not the time to panic yet, and… It's too early. It's too early, yes, there is no need to panic yet. And this understanding that there are two scenarios of the system, which it can offer people, it's… There is no need to panic yet, and it's time to start panicking.
2: This reminds me of a joke. Mm -hmm. I'll tell it in a civilized manner, if I may. Anyway, a cowboy, America, dawn, those old times, the Indians are chasing him. He says, that's it. The inner voice, precisely consciousness, says, no, that's not it yet. It says, drop everything unnecessary spur on your horse and ride. Well, he throws off everything unnecessary, spurs on his horse and rides. They catch up again, he says, well, now that's it. The inner voice says, no, it's not. It says, drop your weapon, drop your saddle, spur on your horse and ride like that. Well, he has dropped everything, the horse has felt lighter, he keeps riding, the horse is tired, it falls down, they are catching up with him, he says, well, that's it now for sure. The inner voice, no, not yet, run. Well, he runs, but they quickly catch up with him and surround him. He says, is that it now? The inner voice, of course not. Walks up and spit in the chief's face. He walks up and spits in the chief's face, and the inner voice says, well, now that's it. That's what they're. that's it, that's not it, is all about, isn't it? Waiting to be told, and now that's it.
0: That's why we can't rely on it.
2: This is the scenario, right? That's not it yet, and now that's it. On this inner assistant. Well, but what kind of assistant is that? A person doesn't need enemies when he has consciousness let's say, uncontrollable consciousness.
0: Igor Mikhailovich, it would also be nice to talk more about building a creative and constructive society. It's just that such a parallel comes with respect to the fact that if we compare our entire human society to a single organism, to a human body?
2: As one unit, well, yes.
0: Right. It's interesting which cell each of us is. I'm talking about healthy cells, which participate in metabolic processes, right? Which provide…
2: Or parasitic.
0: Or parasitic ones. Well,
2: everything is repeated fractally. That's why we are talking, I mean, a person who is completely under control of his consciousness, lives and exists like a beast as a consumer in this consumer society, or some kind of dictator, well, just a cog in the system, well, he's indeed that very cancerous tumour. And the one who builds, creates, acts, that one is precisely, let's say, creative cell.
0: Speaking about a cancerous tumor, that is exactly the cancer cells which are this consciousness of an egoist that is constantly in the process of consumption, right?
2: Consume, consume, and get divided. While they don't give anything back, they destroy and kill the body. Isn't that what is happening to humanity now? Are we any different from a cancerous tumor? We've multiplied all over, we've eaten our planet, we've destroyed it in a literal sense of the word, we've reached a dead end, we cannot achieve reconciliation among ourselves. It turns out that our politicians cannot come to an agreement, they cannot resolve, someone has some kind of resentment against someone else, someone has anger, and who divides? Consciousness divides, and someone's business interests, nothing more than that, while all of us, like a flock,
1: you know, it's like a parallel with the workplace, when people get divided into four categories. That is, well, just as today we can observe in society, that there are those who constantly create problems, those who are completely controlled by the system, by consciousness. There are those who do do something, but they do it poorly. There are those who do it well, and there are those who are at the forefront, those who are still striving to change something, to implement some ideas.
2: The four types, they are present always and everywhere.
1: Yes, right, this takes place everywhere. The
2: first type is the one who strives and fights, the Mm godfighters. Apart from him, the egoist, no one exists. The second type plays both sides of the fence. But maybe somewhere near you, it's like, these are people who hope that someday they will feel something. Then there is the third type, which feels, they feel, they realize that there is the spiritual world, and the like. They are industrious, they do things.
1: But show me what to do, right?
2: Right. And there is the fourth type, who has rolled up their sleeves and understand how important all this is, and is trying to reach the second and the first types, and does everything instead of them. And thank God that there are still such people, if there were none, then… What's the point of us talking at all and doing anything here, right? We'd rather go to Nubiru with you, at least it's more interesting there.
0: It would also be nice to talk about the formation of this creative and constructive society. After all, it's so important to take these steps already now, because this requires a certain amount of time in order to…
2: I'll put it this way, only a miracle can save humankind today. I'm saying this loud and clear. This is quite serious. And only people who will really join forces become more mature and look honestly into each other's eyes, can create this miracle and make it happen. And then, yes, humanity will have a chance. So far, cassation is taking place. Later on, everything will be pointless. And later on, it's just around the corner, it's actually closed. And, friends, once again, this is not a scare tactic, this is a statement of fact, this is the reality and the truth of today. Today, there is still an opportunity. If there wasn't an opportunity, what point would there be in talking about it at all? But there is. However, in order for us to do something, imagine how much time and participation of each person is needed. And here, participation of every person is really important. And there is really a lot to do. Well, and again, don't forget, the system will put up roadblocks, not only in your consciousness, but also in your actions. That's why what is important? To ignore obstacles and to move in a strictly specified direction at a maximum speed. Then we'll be able to do something. And if not, then so be it.
0: How can we transform society? How can we build a society based on the principles of Love and goodness, where everyone wishes each other Makes an effort so that everyone else has joy and happiness.
2: Well, you have answered everything how to do it so that there would be both. What's needed? Let me ask you. So, how can people do this? I've already answered this question many times, you know, for a long while and every time. The same thing.
0: Probably. So,
2: you go ahead and tell me about it.
0: With your permission, I would probably offer our viewers a little experiment now simply to try and observe in what way your consciousness imagines two possible scenarios. The first scenario is a society of egoists, where everyone lives with a goal that I want absolutely everything and for myself.
2: Which one? Well, there is no need to even imagine this scenario. Look critically at yourself, your friends and relatives. Mm-hmm. And the second one?
0: And the second version of events is, let's say, such an altruistic scenario.
2: First, we are looking sensibly at today and at ourselves.
0: Absolutely.
2: Honestly, right?
0: And we see the reason. Right. See what has caused this.
2: Only honestly, we see the reason, right, and the society, and understand what we are going towards. In each specific case, if, let's say, God willing, we survive to the moment when climate will destroy us if we don't kill ourselves before, that's the point. And God allows us to live at least to that time, because we might eat each other before that. And we will also imagine the second scenario.
0: It is such an altruistic scenario, when every person is in sincere love for each other.
2: Since it's an altruistic one, right, it means in love for each other. And
0: takes care of another person, in care.
2: That is, not of oneself, as in the first scenario, but of another person. You take care of another person, others take care of you. Right. And people live with honour and conscience. When we go out in the street, we meet friends, and we don't see enemies. When we remove… Each of us removes the enemy from our consciousness. And when we try to make this consumer-based, terrible, destroyed world, the world with cut-down trees, with contaminated oceans, we try to turn it again into the world which God gave us, right? That is Eden, the garden. Yes. Let's imagine, guys, Just look how smart the women are. When I asked her, what can you say, advise people, look how she handled it, she has put everything back on you. You know what's the point. It's simple. Just look at this world, where you are in fact now, and what your prospects are, and then imagine a world which you, my friend, can build. And at the same time, she hasn't done anything herself, She's just made a suggestion to you, and you decide for yourselves which world is better for you. It's a good way out.
0: And it seems to me that… That's
2: why they are women. And that's why they keep the heart.
0: It's just that obvious that this is a world of safety, when people trust each other, when they are in love and joy.
2: I don't even argue. Of course, that's wonderful.
0: And. Hence, building a safe world, safe humanity, we can say, is based on these principles.
2: Well, certainly.
0: And it is joyful that people have come to this understanding themselves. Yes, because inside every person… That's why,
2: men, when for 6,000 years women were ruling the world, there was order and peace in the world, and there was what she has now asked you to imagine, an altruistic world. But when we men started to rule the world 6,000 years ago, For all these 6,000 years, wars, strife and selfishness have been going on. And no matter how you look at it, this is also true. When patriarchy replaced matriarchy, peace ceased to exist, and free people ceased to exist. Only an illusion of freedom arose. But in fact, there has been total slavery and exploitation. And all the time destruction of Gardens of Eden has been going on, right? And we have what we have today, we are approaching the final point. The only question in this novel, The Life of a Human, is what it will be like in the epilogue.
0: Igor Mikhailovich. Right now, you have also touched upon this topic and the consumer-based format, which has existed for 6,000 years. In the last program, we talked about massive wars that had claimed thousands of lives, about the fate of millions of people.
2: Millions. Millions and billions of lives were taken away.
0: But clearly, if this format is in the system, then it is fractally repeated in our heads as well. And I would like to…
2: For sure. Don't people fight in their heads? Why? Because they support precisely, like you've suggested, the first scenario, hateful towards humans and such a selfish one. And this format is being implemented.
0: We've been saying that the system wants to justify this aggression by, let's say, fighting for justice.
2: Yet, what kind of justice? It is selfish justice, and not justice for everyone. Well, isn't that so? Justice should be for everyone. But when it is personally for me, or for us, as a group, then it's not justice, but it's egoism. Egoism may also vary, it may be individual or collective, but anyway, because of this, let's say, it doesn't stop to be egoism, it is still egoism, and these are animal qualities anyway.
0: That is, out of supposedly good intentions, right?
2: Well, what kind of good intentions are these, if they come with challenges, destruction, and hatred?
0: It's just interesting, after all, just like on a large scale, global scale, every conqueror wanted to preserve peace on his own terms, in the same way during any conflict, any quarrel in a family, everyone wants
2: It's always like this. Someone defends his point of view and wants to be a winner.
0: They agree to peace, but on certain…
2: But on my terms, And later on, each person feels offended and believes that he has lost anyway.
0: How can people eliminate this phenomenon of war?
2: They should stop fighting. It's very simple, they should begin to live. Really begin to live and apply their effort, invest their attention in constructive and creative development of society, both within oneself and in the family and in the world. That's when there will be order. We still can, still can do something, we still have time, possibly. We still have time to do something.
1: One should just use those tools which you give today, that knowledge which you reveal.
2: These tools have always been here. They were brought many times.
1: They were lost many times. Which
2: religion doesn't have the true grains?
1: They are in all
2: religions. Certainly. Many things were substituted. The beast's dictatorship in head simply forces a person to distort even the truth. The trouble is that people forget that they are people. And this imposed thought, desire or aspiration forces people to buy what's unnecessary. Again, to present themselves in some light before other people, just to provoke envy or draw attention to themselves, doesn't matter. The main point is to draw attention, meaning to make people pay attention to you. Attraction of attention to one's persona becomes nearly the meaning of people's existence. And here, all methods are good, from an illness to terrible depression, when a person attracts attention to himself this way. And to, pardon me, making selfies, standing on one hand on the top of some crane, Madness, you see.
0: By the way, Igor Mikhailovich, why doesn't this instinct of self preservation get activated in people? That is, we see crisis situations, yes?
2: A thirst for glory, simply to make people pay attention to him. He wants to be admired.
0: Meaning, desires.
2: But who is he? A simple question. Is it actually the person who does this? No. It's consciousness that pushes him. Well, consciousness always pushes people to suicide. Just like it pushes an individual in the same way it pushes society as a whole, which is actually used by some, so to say, comrades, who are not our comrades at all.
0: That is, this desire for glory, consciousness is even ready to drive a body to physical destruction.
2: For sure. And doesn't this happen? Look what people do. Jumping under a train with a 50-50 probability because of what, so that someone makes a beautiful video, in order to collect a lot of views on YouTube, even if it's posthumous, but I will be admired. Who will admire him? The same brainless monkey that is unworthy of the name of a human. Well, isn't that so? And for the sake of what? For the sake of momentary glory. Glory among whom?
0: After all it's interesting that even in the moments when you say that it's necessary to prepare for the global climate changes in advance consciousness of some people says that well why should we prepare time will come circumstances will come
2: it says this to everyone not to some people
0: we will set hopes on the instant of survival
2: but to the overwhelming majority consciousness says exactly the following no need to do anything no need to scare us and all that and so on everything is fine it has rained so what well there was a slight shaking somewhere there have always been earthquakes and there have always been volcanoes. Everything has always been there. Why scare us?
0: What is this instinct of survival? Should a person rely on it?
2: Again, it all depends on what people will choose in their head, what they will prefer. It's like you have told us. Let's imagine there are two scenarios, right? One is when we live in the society we live in a now, and the other is when we are an altruistic society. Here they are, the two scenarios. If we imagine the society in which we live and don't change anything, then we won't suffer much longer. Yet, if we choose the second scenario, the altruistic one, it means peace, happiness for our descendants, for our great-grandchildren. This is what we are struggling for. We're making an effort, we don't sleep exactly for the sake of this. And it makes sense. This is what gives us let's say, a stimulus to spend our energy, time, and attention, while we quite successfully could have spent them on something else. But we are spending them on this in order to give people what? A chance, to give people an understanding, isn't that so? This also makes sense.
0: And deepest gratitude to you for that.
2: One should fight, as it is said, for an ill person to the last moment, for as long as he has a chance to survive. Well, when there is no chance, it's already all the more so, if it's his choice. Then, pardon me, medical science is helpless, if a patient wants to live. Or, in the opposite case, medical science is helpless as well.
1: Yes, that's why everyone should understand their own unaddressed points. And it's just like doctors make a diagnosis, you know, if a person doesn't know what to do, if he doesn't know what to cure, then it will be difficult for him to cure.
2: To cure the disease, certainly.
1: He will remain ill, just as he has been. But if a person understands, if he looks soberly, just like Tanya has suggested… And
2: that's what the doctor says, then…
1: He will definitely recover. Of
2: course. And if at the same time he wants to live, in this case the disease also retreats, because it's powerless.
0: There is also such a point regarding how important the study of the system, the study of the work of consciousness, is for people who follow the spiritual path.
2: This is a top priority. That is, it's impossible for a person to believe. They say, I believe in God, I believe in this. Sometimes it's consciousness saying that. In order for a person to really believe, well, not to believe, but to know, knowledge and belief are different things. We've already talked a lot about this as a matter of fucking more than one program. But the point is that in order to gain knowledge, one has to work. You need to study your consciousness, you need to study how it works, you need to understand what or who you are at this stage, what you want, and to invest your attention correctly and in the right direction, to value it and to value time. Because every moment that is gone and you have existed in vain cannot be reversed, nothing has such a value as time and attention because this is what we lose, and lose forever. And we lose a chance, along with time and attention, when our consciousness says, well, play a little, get distracted, why do you need that, why do you need this? Listening to the demon in your head, you won't become alive. This is also true, my friends.
0: People also share their observations on studying the work of consciousness, and they say that it's really interesting that consciousness suggests that they studied on someone else. Meaning, consciousness work in someone else is always visible. That is, how situations are developing outside. Is this sufficient to.?
2: Well, you know, as the saying goes in this case, you can see the speck in your friend's eye, but you don't notice the log in your own eye. By studying in someone without studying in yourself, you won't understand anything because you make observation by means of your own consciousness. It can agree to a compromise. It will say, okay, let's study how consciousness works, studying in in your friend, in your neighbour, in anyone, in your family member, but not in yourself. While you have to start with yourself, with peace, and with understanding of where thoughts come from, then try to control it, and then try to have only good thoughts coming, a good mood coming, Even if the body is ill, when what's the difference? The mood and illness of the body, or, say, a situation of some kind, these are different things, right?
0: What state are you in? In inspiration? Certainly. In love, or…
2: Then remove bad habits that you supposedly have. A human has no habits, he has consciousness that is stereotypical and holds you by something, change it all for the better. You want to be better, don't you? Don't you? Be better if you want to be. Do you want to be happy? So be happy, who doesn't let you? Isn't that so? Accept your consciousness and yourself. It's very simple here. Let's just say you come to a store and buy something. There is… you want sweets, there's a chocolate bar, and there's, pardon, mustard. If you want a chocolate bar and want sweetness in your mouth, then why are you buying mustard? Investing your money into it, and in this case, attention is money. Then you eat it, and you say that you feel bad. You actually want chocolate, but you went in and bought instead of chocolate something sweet you are eating, enjoying life, looking at how blue the sky is, how beautiful people around you are. No, you are buying mustard. Eat it, you feel bad, you see that everyone is mean, that they are all villains, that the world is a total mess, and is it worth for me, for such a great and happy one? to strain in order to save someone, to help, and to explain anything to anyone. I understand everything myself. And one thing leads to another, right? Well, here's the difference, who's guilty and who's the fool in this case. You want a chocolate bar, buy a chocolate bar. But if you want to torture yourself, well, buy wasabi or mustard. I understand that this is an integral part of gastronomy, and together with some products it is good. But just like that, to go and eat mustard, When you dream about something sweet and you had such an opportunity, well, it's kind of silly. However, people act the same way with their lives. After all, again, those very emotions, those very moods are chocolate and mustard. What you've bought is what you've got.
1: Yes, you know, an analogy with a full glass has come to my mind. When a person asks to be helped, to be given a clue how to live in a different way, what to do, where to run, and…
2: But at the same time, he's a full glass. A
1: full glass where…
2: According to Oriental wisdom, where you cannot add a single drop, then whatever you say, he won't perceive it. Well, I hope that our humanity is still not quite a full glass, and at least a drop will get in there. And for all that, we will be able to bridge the hearts. So we haven't spent our time in vain.
0: Igor Mikhailovich, everything is told to people so openly and frankly about what is going on right now, that I will probably vocalize the voice of consciousness, what consciousness tells people. It says, well, since Igor Mikhailovich voices such truth so openly, that means we are most likely already on such a verge that consciousness begets a certain despair in people's heads and tries to immobilize them this way.
2: So, you mean that, if I have started speaking openly, plainly, calling things by their true names, then it means that humanity has no prospects, and one can give up, sit and wait. Guys, if this were really the end, and you had no chance at all, then, I will put it like this, the Anunnaki wouldn't be present here with us. They would have already been packing their bags. But all jokes aside, if there were no chance, we wouldn't waste our time. But if there is at least one chance, we have to take it. And we have to take it together. And we are certainly not trying to exaggerate. We are talking about what's really going on. And we are talking about that chance which all of us, as humanity, can really use. This is our chance, our common chance whether we use it or not, depends on each of us. And in this case, on every single one of us. Now, one person can really do a lot. A simple example, if you, my friend, have decided that this doesn't concern you and this is all ravings, then we, the remaining society, can do a lot less without you than with you. And this is true. That's the point.
0: Also, Igor Mikhailovich, speaking of those climatic events that are happening now, that we are talking about, that it's not a scare tactic at all, it's not a shock therapy, these are the realities of today which are happening. And scientists have also made an interesting conclusion about the fact that so many disasters are happening. But luckily, so far, not that many human lives have been taken. It's as if people are being given some more time.
2: You mean that… There is a disparity in the power of the catastrophe and the human casualties. Yes. But this, once again, this happens because there are those who are not just at the far front, but in the very thick of it, in the very fray of these events. However, to be completely honest, there are too few of them. For now, they can do something. But later, Several individuals won't be able to cope where there should be dozens. These are also the realities of today. And all this also depends on the society as a whole. The situation is being improved and made easier as much as possible, no matter how fantastically it might sound. But this isn't forever. But this gives at least some chance, at least to someone. This is also true
0: it's important that there are
2: as many people as possible who would… So, I would say, the most important thing is that every person on the planet hears this and actually starts implementing that second, as you have said, scenario, and not just imagining such an altruistic community, but actually implementing it in this world then everything would be fine, because life is indeed beautiful, guys. And when it's in peace, in joy, in Love, in creation, when people's souls are really open towards each other, when it's not from the position of consumer-based format, of exploiting someone, deception or something else, not from the position of personal selfishness, so as to exalt oneself over someone else, but in equality, in brotherhood, In Love and respect, that's when it's right. Then the world is beautiful, then Life truly has a meaning. Therefore, my friends, let's love each other, and let's strive to make this world better. Let's do everything that depends on us, really do everything possible so that this world becomes a better place. Thank you, my friends. Thank you.